Welcome to the WRAL Daily Download. I'm your host, Amanda Lamb. For as long as anyone can remember, Goldsboro High School has struggled to get its students achieving at grade level or above. Currently, the high school is part of the state's Restart program, which gives low-performing schools more flexibility and resources to help struggling students. The alumni of GHS are taking this fight to help students thrive one step further. They want to give them incentives to continue their education past high school in the form of scholarships because they believe it's their duty, and really not just their duty, but their legacy to lift up the next generation. Since they started the scholarship fund in 1957, they have distributed more than a million dollars to more than 600 students. The bulk of that money, 750000 has been distributed in the past 15 years or so. Today, we are speaking with Gary Packer, the national president of the Dillard Goldsboro Alumni and Friends. Gary, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you for having me, Amanda. So first of all, tell me when you graduated from Goldsboro High School and tell me what you do now. I am the proud 1979 graduate of Goldsboro High School. And currently, as you said in your intro, I am the national president of the Dillard Goldsboro Alumni and Friends Incorporated. I am retired uh, of 21 years at George Pacific, and I am a Army veteran ex-paratrooper. Gotcha. So you have had a busy career since you left Goldsboro High School. Now tell me, we talked a little bit off mic, but I want to make sure our listeners understand this. Why is it Dillard Goldsboro alumni and friends? Okay, in our inception in 1957, Dr. H.V. Brown had this vision of kids coming back home and at that time in 1956, which was the beginning of the incorporation, they had their first homecoming, which was then, before integration, Dillard High School. So Dillard was, was, was an all-African-American school. That is correct. Dillard was an all-African-American school. And then in integration in 1969, the class of 1970 kind of got upset because they felt like, we're not going to get to graduate from Dillard. So when they went over to Goldsboro High School, they met with the board of directors, and then the name was changed, and it became Dillard Goldsboro Alumni and Friends. So Goldsboro High School was the beginning of integration. That's correct. So tell me how the scholarship program got started, and tell me why you got involved. Okay, in the inception of the organization, as I said, it was Dillard Alumni. Dr. Brown them started the scholarship program, and then that time they were only giving out about $25 to a student. But you think about it, 1957, 58, that was considered. That was some that's money, a, That's right. a lot of money to a student <laughs> going off to school, which many of them at that time was basically, as it is today, need-based. And so how I got involved, I'm basically, by de facto, as the national president, I have to actually sit on all committees. But we have a scholarship chairperson, uh, Ms. Patricia Burden, and she does an excellent job making sure that she has an active committee and they work hard to actually bring about qualified students to get and be recipients of those monies. But obviously it's important to you. I mean, why is it important to you? It's important to me because I see the need uh, – when I visited the school as being the president and talked to students, you find out that there's so many of them that 
don't feel like they have an opportunity outside of what they're doing at Ghost High School. So we try to make sure that they are aware that we have this scholarship program that's going to help them further their education. And then we have to bring back other students who were recipients of those scholarships to, to share with them right. that, hey, look, success is available to you. And we are trying to be that arm to help you be successful in your educational process. And to show them that there is a path to that. That is correct. Yes, it is. Okay, well, we're going to talk more after the break what the criteria is for these scholarships. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. So I know there's a whole list of things that you look at for these scholarships. Talk to me about some of them. Well, the main thing we look at is the GPA. That's the main thing. Up until... 2021, the GPA average was a 2.5 to qualify. And so the committee met, and on last year, they made a decision to raise it up to 2.7. And what we are finding out, as you did during the intro, talked about the struggles that we have at Goldsboro High School, we're finding out that a lot of students at that school are not even qualifying at the 2.7. So that may have to be something we look at and reconsider because just because I had some friends who did not have a well performance in high school, but they went on to college and became successful. So sometimes that grade point average may not be indicative of a person's ability to succeed in school. And so that is the main thing. The other thing we look at is need-based. A lot of those kids being goes to high school, about 98% of those students there are part of that Title I program. And and so when you look at that, we try to make sure that we are funding those kids who otherwise would not have that funding. And so based on who our donors are, we look at certain criteria, which is only basically two things, the GPA and the need base. And we try to make sure that those kids are awarded based on the need more than just the normal because a lot of scholarships, $500 we allot for community college. Then we look at 1000 for four year. But if there's a greater need, then that particular that student, can go up. that number can go up. Because I think on last year we did uh, 6000 to a one particular student. And I know some of the other things I saw on your website included citizenship, character, awards, test scores, class ranks, school activities. But again, going back to that need, 98% Title I. Explain what that means for somebody that might not know what that means. Okay, basically what that says is, all of those kids qualify for free lunch. And and when you look at that, 98%, that's a large amount. That means only 2% of the students. Now think about it. Goldsboro High School only graduated 86 students in 2023. Out of how many? Uh, now the whole number of students right. in that class, I'm not exactly sure what that total number of students were. It's right, right about 125. Okay, okay. Uh, so much smaller than uh, when yes, you went to school. Because right. we had uh, 560 students in my class. And so you see how now the school is getting smaller and smaller and right. smaller with numbers. So um, you have – this organization is big. I mean, you have chapters in seven locations up and down the East Coast. Talk to me about how many students are you able to help each year – and I know, gosh, the total of the money, uh, I looked it up, it was $1,120,174. Um, so do you know what you're able to allot each year? Well, we now have five chapters. Um, we have three in the state of North Carolina. Okay. Actually, we have one here in the city of Raleigh. It's called the Triangle Chapter. They cover Chapel Hill, Raleigh, Durham, and Wake Forest. And what we do... Um, 
this past year, we gave out 33 scholarships to students. And so what we look at as far as how many students that we have, based on the number that submit. Now, the thing that's very important that goes with high school students need to know, every student that meets the criteria is guaranteed something a scholarship a guaranteed okay that's incredible yeah. and and what we have found out is that when we go out to the school and we meet with the students because we have had an assembly with the senior class just to inform them of the availability of these monies but then we find that there's a breakdown somewhere that those kids don't fully understand the process because some of those kids have actually received full rides based on athleticism or some as academics, but they still qualify for our funds anyway. And that's money in your pocket once you get off of school. Absolutely. Um, are people eager to participate in, in helping you raise this money? Yes, we have in the last two years, our donors have really stepped up. Uh, I have to look at my class, 1979. We, we came in and we kind of set a standard that we gave $7,900 a year because it was, you know, our class year. And then the class of 81, they came in and then they donated 10000 Now, the one thing everybody needs to understand, we do not have any corporate sponsorship at all. So this is just people this, who this, went to Goldsboro or Dillard High School yes. and they care about these students. All of our donors are graduates of either Dillard or Goldsboro High School or some family or friends because who want to give in honor of a parent or someone who was attending that's either pretty, one of those schools. That's pretty remarkable. You said success stories. I mean, off the top of your head, what are some of the things that these students have gone on to do? Okay. Currently, the um, environmental, Mr. Reagan, he's a graduate of Goldsboro High School. We have several football players. Jerry Reed, he was a recipient of the scholarship. He just came back and put on a football camp and had some other activities. And he gives back tremendously back to the community. Also, we have a few others that um, have gone on to become HR managers. And so we have a plethora of individuals that go back to this community and give back in scholarship. And, and I noticed, and I thought this was great, the money obviously goes to you know, a four-year college, but it also goes to a two-year associate's degree, and it can also go to a trade school. So it's not it's not making people kind of fit into one-size-fits-all. It's saying whatever further, however you want to further your education, you know, we would like to help you. That is true. And when you just mentioned community college, the local community college, Wayne Community, has begun to offer a full ride to a qualifying student going to the community college. This year, they had two students that were so equally qualified that they said that we will give two students a full ride this year. That's great. So that's good to have that partnership with our local community college. Absolutely. And, you know, this has been really fascinating, and I really appreciate you sharing this with me. But just how would you summarize in your mind, um, you know, maybe you've had conversations with some of these students who have been helped um, what it means to, to have a hand in, you know, helping some of these young people get the education. Well, the thing that I would say the most, every year during the awards night, which is on that Thursday night, which is the start of our Memorial Day Alumni Weekend, when we call those kids' names and they come up to receive those monies just to see the joy on their faces. But the bigger thing is 
the joy that I see on the parents' faces because that means that that's less that I got to give to my child to help them with their education. And money they may not have. That that is so correct. But to sum it all up, to be able to do something for this many years and to see that we are not funded by any corporate organization and see that the people has a great desire to give back is just overwhelming joy. And to be the president of this organization and to see as these kids mature through those four years of school and then to come back with a willingness and joy to give, it's just outstanding, almost indescribable just to see that process. Well, thank you so much, Gary, for sharing this with us. And I know you will continue to have success with the students. For more news from WREL, sign up for the WREL Morning Briefing Newsletter. You'll be informed and ready to face the day with one concise email. Sign up at WREL.com newsletter. As always, thanks for listening. <laughs>